0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Now, to another issue. And when you're talking about uh, issues plaguing the country, you know, if no one's above the law, then why are illegal aliens walking around our country loosely? It's not just a crisis at the border it's a human crisis it's a drug crisis it's a sex trafficking crisis and it's a crisis where deaths are increasing and i don't know who's surprised by that i'm not uh, an increase in deaths uh, that we know of at the border uh, now at 663 according to data obtained uh, by reporters at The Daily Caller and Jenny Tier, a uh, reporter at The Daily Caller News Foundation, joins me now. So, Jenny, the deaths are increasing. Uh, no surprise to me there. That story's not being told.
1: Absolutely. It's something that's part of this story that we've been telling about Border Patrol and morale, for example, that Border Patrol agents are tied up with processing migrants right now. Well, the other thing they're tied up with is responding to deaths and rescues. So far this fiscal year, there's been over 19,000 migrant rescues at the border, along with the over 600 deaths. These are record numbers on top of the over 1.8 million migrants that the Border Patrol has had to process, either for release into the country or to remain in Mexico to await immigration proceedings. Uh, or for Title 42
0: deportation. It's not just the deaths, but the amount of rescues as well. And you write about this in the Daily Caller. Uh, 18,881 illegal alien rescues. Uh, we've seen it go bad in its worst case, the death of, uh, of guardsmen in the Rio Grande. Uh, but what about the rescues?
1: That's right. Like you said, the the guard was actually rescuing uh, two two people who he thought were migrants drowning, and turned out to be you know drug smugglers. That was a tragic example of this. Um, these these rescues are horrific, um, and they often you know range from a number of issues. A lot of it is from the elements. You know, right now it's extremely hot in the desert, in the remote areas of the border. So you have migrants that are left without water, they're left by their smugglers alone, they don't know where they're supposed to be going, they're totally lost. Um, there's all those kinds of issues, and it's, it's extremely scary for law enforcement and for the migrants. Uh, actually, I spoke with uh, the Terrell County Sheriff recently, and he was telling me that uh, he was recovering his 10th body, and that was just within two months. Um, And that's a a very remote area of the desert where you see a lot of gotaways and drug smugglers. Um, And, you know, it's not it's not one of these Yuma, Arizona type places or Del Rio, Texas areas where you see a lot of people presenting to Border Patrol.
0: One thing that's dropped off the headlines is really the largest mass murder this year in America, and that was the deaths in the tractor trailer, the clone tractor trailer, 53 illegal aliens dead. Has anything else come out of that story, or has it just been memory-holed by the media?
1: So Congressman Henry Clare, uh, the Democrat from Laredo, Texas, had been saying that some of the migrants that were on that uh, trailer actually had serious criminal records. Um, that's yet to be revealed by uh, the federal government that's investigating this. But there are some concerns about who these people were, uh, what they were coming to do. Of course, they were being trafficked. There's also questions about what was happening with, with the Border Patrol checkpoint, because they had gone through one of the checkpoints down at the border. Um, you know, I've been through some of these checkpoints, and very recently, actually, I've been through some that were completely unmanned. And I've talked to agents who tell me it's because they're completely understaffed. A lot of the agents from some sectors are being moved to other sectors. Same with the migrants. They're being moved around. Um, You know, one of the examples of that is with uh, Remain in Mexico, which just ended. That's another contributing factor to this mass release. So migrants now uh, that are presenting for their court dates under Remain in Mexico are actually released for, for a new court date in the United States. And that's uh, something a migrant I spoke with last week about. Um, he said, you know, I actually just got brought back into the country, and they put me on a plane uh, handcuffed, and my ankles were cuffed together as well. And then uh, they let me uh, get on an airline flight in Texas, and I'm in Miami now.
0: Wow. They're not even pretending anymore. This, the pretense is gone that they're not doing this. What, what else has been developing? The weather's changing. The hot days of August are there. I remember living in Texas. We're talking about significant heat and, and even drought-like conditions. So what else has been developing along the border once they get past the river?
1: So one of the other issues that law enforcement, specifically fire departments, are facing along the border is these fires being started by migrants or by criminal organizations are suspected of doing this as well. Uh, Some of the members of the fire departments down at the border tell me that there has been an issue with these fires obviously spreading, creating damage. Um, tying up law enforcement resources in, in places that have such limited amounts of that, um, but also it's a, it's a tool for ambushing that migrants are, you know, or that these fires are being started to distract, but also to uh, also, you know, to start, you know, whatever, threatening the law enforcement, the firefighters who respond and. Um, and so it's, it's very scary for everyone um, that has to respond to these because now they just don't know what they could be approaching when they're just trying to put out a fire along the border. Of course, that has environmental impacts, along with the, the drownings that we talked about earlier. These drownings are, you know, there's just bodies washing up constantly. There's, there's people drowning every day. The current is so strong. People underestimate the depth, the current. Uh, their ability to swim through it, to walk through it. It's extremely dangerous down there. Um, And, you know, a lot of these migrants, they've survived a lot of horrific things. You know, I actually just interviewed a few that had crossed the border in Arizona, and they were bused to Washington, D.C. They had three children, and they had all crossed through the Darien jungle for 11 days by foot, surviving only on the water from The river there. So some of these migrants have been through even worse. And so they just, you know, it's another part of the path for them and and they underestimate um, their ability to, to make it across.
0: You know, Jenny, we've got a couple of minutes left here, but aside from the human factors and the human issues that we're discussing, there's also an environmental crisis at the border that gets very or l- very little or no attention. It's not as if it's this pristine riverbanks of the Rio Grande you make it across. There's destruction. There's garbage. There, there's so many. Various things. I mean, this is an environmental disaster for years now. What about that? Is there any attempt to clean up, or is that just pushed aside?
1: So when I was in Yuma in May, uh, there were dumpsters along the border. And what would happen is when Border Patrol comes and picks up a group of migrants presenting to them, they would have to dump a lot of their belongings because they were given a plastic Ziploc bag, and that's all they could take with them, whatever could fit in that bag. So I was standing by the dumpster, and the dumpster just filled up with, you know, their books and their jackets and all of their belongings, um, and that dumpster had to be cleaned out and changed around multiple times a day. Um, it's something that the city has had to deal with. Um, is a lot of the trash. It's collecting in that area. Migrants also were starting their own fires at night. To you know, keep warm. They were kind of huddled around these fires that they would make. Um, it is something that uh, Border Patrol has to deal with. It's uh, you know, the trash, of course, in other areas where there are not dumpsters, just collects everywhere, and you just see the remnants of the people that have crossed. You know, you see, uh, you see sometimes like a tons of IDs I picked up. Dozens of IDs from other countries that I've collected. I've picked up birth control. I've picked up other medications, um, you know, different books. And when I was standing by the the dumpster that day, I, you know, had a collection of Bibles that some of them had given me because they didn't want to throw them away. Uh, So, yeah, the trash is is definitely a huge issue. It covers large swaths of areas that are, are trafficked.
0: Well, it is a more than a crisis uh, going on right now. Thanks for your reporting, uh, Jenny Tear with uh, Daily Caller News Foundation. Thank you. Thank you. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on SiriusXM Patriot 125.